This episode of Dungeons and Asians is brought to you by Roll20, your virtual tabletop for playing games online. Whether you need character maps, character sheets, video and voice chat, or even dynamic lighting, Roll20 has you covered. Our story is also powered by Quest, an easy-to-learn tabletop RPG full of seamless narrative and dynamic action that helps your gaming group go on thrilling journeys to fantastical worlds. Tell a story you'll never forget with Quest. Head to adventure.game and use code represent at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Again, head to adventure.game and use code represent at checkout for 10% off your entire order. We have our X card, which is just a big X that we do. We also have multiple lines of chat communication. We have Roll20 open with a map that I drew at 3 a.m. I think it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, it is shading. beautiful, actually. There's shading and color gradients. Um, we have our Zoom chat. <clears throat> we have our Facebook. We have our Discord. Uh, and, of course, we have our cameras. We also are going to be using the O card, which Agatha has changed it to a heart. So it is our heart um, we are also using lines and veils so far, and this is a good point because we haven't done this in a while to make sure our lines and veils are okay. Uh, our lines right now are sexual assault and sexual coercion, violence against children, slavery, and racism. We removed one, uh, before we had one about injury, but we removed it. Uh, we have a, two veils, intense gore and sex. Um, would anybody like to make any amendments to those? Uh, you can also, oh, Agatha. Yes, uh, I would like to add um, teeth injuries, tooth to injuries to a veil to, or a line. To, I think to a veil. So okay. People, so we'll do dental fine. damage. Dental. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is a new veil, and it is on this episode's notes. So moving forward, when we look through our our digital notebook. <laughs> Okay, look, there a digital notebook moving forward. We'll be able to see our updated lines and veils, which change every single time. We'll also put those in roll 20, so we can all see that. Um, okay, so we've got our safety tools. We've got a message from our sponsor. And now it's just time to talk about what happened last time. I'm excited um, because this is our hot spring episode. Uh, last time, uh, our heroes, Dong Fong, the Sky Soldier, will lead the bandit, Ning, the Yosha, ventured into the Shadewood, a forest marking the most southern reaches of Sha's border to retrieve the golden chrysanthemum, one of the four noble flowers from the monstrous Shadow Marquis. And I know, Steve, that was your first time doing combat in Quest because you're so used to like, like the tactical like miniatures and the Roll20 uh, overlay for D&D. Um, but Quest has enabled us to do some pretty dynamic combat which i'm pretty excited about uh same with our gen con show that was a lot of fun mm -hmm. um in the vicious battle your your characters uh slayed the noble creature it's its body kind of fell apart and almost like it decomposed very rapidly revealing a mummified corpse inside of it clutching this golden flower dong fong went in and grabbed it 
My and first mistake. <laughs> your first mistake. What did, I don't think it was a mistake because you received the gift of the vermilion bird. Boo. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. How could you say that now that we have some amazing fan art of oh. Dong Fong wielding fire? No, you're right. You're right. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. Boo. And then I put a note. I said vermilion bird, not a phoenix, cough Mulan. I won't go into the whole Mulan thing after this. Ooh, okay. Um, but that. it's the gift of the vermilion bird. It is not a phoenix. Not a phoenix. Um, okay, <laughs> so a lot has happened since then. We've actually had a, a whole other prequel stream just for Walid. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, uh, you're going to have to go to youtube.com slash AZNSrepresent. That one is not on our podcast feed. And um, listen up to the two three-hour episodes there, it will catch you up on some of the things that we might talk about here. But I, I want to start with our three heroes exiting the Shadewood. Dong Fang, you look a little bit different. You have the mark, the gift of the vermilion bird now. You have consumed the flower's essence and you have made it your own. I feel like the, the flower consumed me. Didn't that, isn't that what happened? Yeah, you kind of like, well, I mean, you're still here and the flower isn't. Okay, fair. I don't know. It's up to you, though. If you, if you think that you have become the golden chrysanthemum, mm. what do you think? I think, okay. You know what? Now that you've said that, I, that makes sense. It's like when you level up a Clefairy with like a moonstone. <laughs> yep. Yes, I'm with you. So I guess that's what happened. With me. So, so in this case, the four nobles are different flowers, and you're all Eevees, and you could it, Yo. it depends on Yo. what you use. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. You're, I don't want to be Flareon. You're 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 Shrimpion. You're Shrimpion. Shrimpion. And uh, Walid is Beardion because you've got a beard. Beardion. <laughs> I just want to say I am here for the Dungeons and Dungeons and Pokemon crossover. That's. Yeah, I gave my Eevee a beard stone and like and now a it's beard great. stone beard and now it's beardy on <laughs> the hairy rock. Oh god! All right, next Pokemon game. <laughs> next Pokemon. Next Pokemon RPG we do. It's just like I choose you, beardy on. Well, I'm gonna game counter beardy on. Can you believe next episode is sponsored by Game Free? Oh. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, wait, so is I think there would be some kind of a, I mean, maybe I'm red now because <laughs> I'm cooked. Well, during our session zero, we talked about how you might have like red markings running down the arm. Mm. That you actually grabbed the flower with. Oh, yeah, And true. like a symbol on the palm of your exoskeletal hand. Yeah, Ooh, true. Do you have like the chrysanthemum? Like maybe like the flower? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I think, and normally it's like, it looks like it's just been burned on, but then when I huh, cast my power, then it like glows or something. <laughs> huh, you make that sound every single time. Yeah, I have to. It's like when you play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like the do the all the lines on your arm also glow so is it like a it's like a charging up yeah. line? Or, or does it look like does it look like you have gold veins running through your exoskeleton and then when you use your ability they turn like red uh i think it looks like burn marks 
um, through the arm. Looks like burn marks? Yeah, like it's been oh. seared into my exoskeleton. But it's still, like, glowing? Nah, it's not glowing. Or, is it, or it just looks burned, like it's black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a little bit crispy. Like a brand. A little bit crispy. Like a brand. Oh. Yeah. Like, a, like a jellyfish tentacles. You know when, have you ever seen yeah. something? Yeah! It looks like jellyfish tentacles, yeah, but yeah. they're all black. Yeah, yeah, And then when you use your ability, it, like, boom, fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so remember folks, we are actually using quest. So once per session, Donfang can use the gift of the vermilion bird, which you can ignite your weapon or fist into magical red flames, which increases your damage by two. That is a lot of damage actually in, in quest. Uh, most common enemies only have four HP and your base weapons do two damage. So if you are, you know, fighting somebody, you're actually going to be like one-shotting people as long as you're hitting. Sweet. <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's pretty epic. Yeah. Um, so as you exit the Shadewood, all of your soldiers, they seem to have been, they seem to have made camp further away from the Shadewood than you originally had asked, Ming. Shuang is still with them. Shuang is like, got her book open and is taking notes. And you can actually tell that they're actually camping on the other side of the road. They're pretty far away. And they don't notice you. They've set up a, a camp. They're actually cooking a rabbit. Shuang is just like writing in her book and all the soldiers are just kind of having a good time. Almost like they're, they're like treating this like a vacation. Uh, I think as we're... Oh, sorry. No, go for sorry, it. Sorry, I was just going to set uh, just a little vignette here. Um, as we're exiting, uh, Walid is basically running all around Dongfang repeatedly like an excited child being like, okay, what does that do? What does that do? Um, and behind the excitement though, you pick up that Walid's a little jealous. <laughs> He kind of wishes he got the power, the cool arm, and the like. You fire off a couple of times. And it's like, uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think uh, I think Don Juan is like eating it up. <laughs> They're like, yeah, check this out, check, check it out. out my arm. Oh, look <laughs> yeah. at this. Look at this gold. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. It, it almost looks like, like there's like doing that. It's a gold. It's a gold brand, but it's, it looks like it's inlaid with gold. On yeah, hand. yeah. So it's like permanently gold. Yeah. Um, I love that, Amar. I love that Will Waleed's kind of jealous, but also like Dongfang's super tall as well. Exactly. It's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like a child. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Yep. That's what I was What's thinking. What's going on? Kicking up dust everywhere. Um and through that dust we see well, Ning. Ning, what are you what are you doing? How are you reacting to this? Uh I think Dongfang's not in pain visibly, I don't think, right? No. No, Dongfang seems pretty everyone's chill, everyone's good about pretty this. Pretty chill. Give, give, despite the fact that Walid is literally running circles around Dongfang. Gotcha. So I, th- I think Ning is... I think there's like maybe a, a camera pan that kind of shows Ning looking back and like scoffing like... Pfft. But kind of as she turns away, she actually thinks it's kind of funny. Uh, and she right. maybe cracks a smile but doesn't show it to the others. Aww. <laughs> <Boss>. <laughs> oh, and look at them. They're so cute. But once they once she breaks kind of the tree line and sees her soldiers basically like lollygagging, I think she's gonna go kind of red in the face, kind of like this was not okay, and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think she's just going to kind of tighten a belt and just begin storming towards the soldiers. Ooh! And, and as you like, you tighten your belt. As you walk towards the soldiers, they kind of they can hear you, but it's a little too late. You can see that they look up, they go, oh, and they they try to like gather up all the things. Some of them have game boards out, some of them are playing. Like they're like 
full-on relaxation mode. Yeah. One of them is putting away like a like a little like picture that he has. Um, they kind of look, oh, uh, Commander Ning. And I think she just, I, th- I think she just kind of starts tearing into him, kind of the way she's seen other officers kind of tear into their soldiers. And she is going to go through an intense line of questioning. What is that? Who issued that? Where did this come from? Who gave the order to put these in place? Uh, well, that commander is a rabbit. And it was issued by nature. Um, and uh, Schwag said it was okay to get food. They, they, they kind of gave... They, it's oh. kind of our sarcastic answer because like it was issued by nature. Oh, good. I suppose then from now on we take our our uh, commands from Commander Schwang. Is that what's happening now? And one of the soldiers actually looks at Schwang. And Schwang kind of goes, they, they, they were hungry. We have our rations. We didn't know what was in this forest. That rabbit could have been anything. You put our entire battalion at risk for what? Because people were peckish? I think you need to understand who's in charge here and who is along for the ride. And as you're saying this, all of the soldiers, they're looking to your left. They aren't even looking at you. And Shuang is like right next to Dongfang. And it's just inspecting your arm and your hand. Like she completely ignored Ning. I was like, whoa, what happened to you? What is this? And looking at your hand. Waleed, what, ha- what happened to Dongfang? Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Without even asking Dongfang. And all show, the soldiers show, are looking. Show, the, uh, show them, show them. Uh, I look at my boss like, I'm not trying to... <laughs> <laughs> to try to cause shit. Ning takes a stance, just kind of plants her feet, puts her hands behind her back, and she just nods to Dong Fong as if measuring what the next reaction is going to be. Uh, okay, I catch that look. I don't know what that means. Walid is running around the, them just going, show them, show them, show them, show them. Blow that up, blow that up. Kind of like a stump or something like that. Uh, uh I'm famished. <laughs> Can I get some of that rations? <laughs> They're all like So wait, is Dofong injured? Did are Dofong's injuries do they, do they make them very hungry? Okay. One of them actually goes back and like rips off a piece of the rabbit, like the leg, brings it over to Doug Fong. I mean, I asked for it, so I, I, I feel like I have to take it now. <laughs> I take it while looking at my boss. <laughs> and Shuang kind of looks and says, Oh, C- Commander Ning, sorry, I didn't see you there. Um, well, the, the, Stop. the soldiers were... Just, no, stop. You know what? Y'all can do whatever you want. And she just kind of like takes a deep breath and uh, 
begins picking up pieces of like a game board that maybe fell over and just begins like busying herself. The soldiers have clearly feel very, very bad. Uh, While everybody is distracted and I guess like Dong Fang is like watching this happening or whatever, uh, you see a hand like the camera is on them and you see a hand just come over the top or I guess more the side and just swipes that rabbit leg. Out of Dog Fog's hand. Yeah, he's, he's a bandit. He you knows how to pull it out. You start eating it. Yeah. yeah. Rabbit is. Yeah, I look at my very empty hand and I look back. I Walid. I, bro, really? There's, there's little bits of food in Walid's beard. <laughs> Walid's already consumed, and Walid maybe, like, you spit the spit the bone out. A bone? Very yes. subtly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I elbow you, Walid. Like, come on, and then we go. I'm going like help pick things and, up. And I bend Shuang all the way down turns. to pick up all the game pieces. All the, all the game pieces. Shuang kind of like sees that Ning is very upset and is like, uh, uh, "Perhaps everyone should be helping out Commander Ning. Uh, C- Commander, may I speak to you privately?" Of course. Side and uh, at, I, says, I am sorry. Can I just say that as, yeah. as you start to sort of step away from the camp, Walid follows along until I assume Ning gives uh, gives him a glare and he goes, oh, okay. "Unless you I, want to try to sneak." But nah, at, at this point in time, I think if I think if Walid follows, Ning just kind of shrugs. Oh, okay, sure. She kind of turns. She says, "I am." When, when you're kind of out of earshot of the soldiers and Dong Fang, who's just I don't know what's Dong Fang doing. It's cleaning up, right? I am cleaning up. Yeah. Um, Shuang kind of turns and says, perhaps we should, you know, help clean up and maybe pack everything up. We'll need to go soon. And she kind of turns and says, I am so sorry, Commander Ning. They, some of them were just so hungry and tired, and uh, we weren't sure if you were coming back. Uh, remind me, they're the Sovereign Banner or the Emerald, Emerald Standard? Emerald Standard. They're Emerald Standard. Yeah. Uh, so Ning says... These are soldiers of the Emerald Standard. They can go hungry for a day. This is their job. Their job is to listen to commands. Because when they don't, people get hurt or they die. And I don't think you yet appreciate the kind of danger we're in. This is not a fun field trip for you. You're brought on as a scholar and expert. And your expertise is here to make sure people don't die on the road so they can go back to their families she feels real shitty about this and she says okay i'm sorry i'm sorry commander um i'll I'll do better next time um if we are to talk business then were were you able to locate the flower that panyan mentioned yes let's Let's go to my tents. Walid, if you can get Dongfang, we'll meet you there. Uh, Walid, as soon as you turned to him, actually like hid behind a tree for a second. <laughs> what? So, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I was just, yeah, I was looking for a place to go to the washroom. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of that. I wasn't listening earlier. I'm just going to go to that now. So, yeah, that. Great. So, meet up with everyone in the tent, and the tent is the only thing now that hasn't been packed up. Uh, the horses, the like the, the the wagons are all packed up and ready to go. Um, and we're in your tent, and really all that's left is just the tent. They packed up everything else that's inside the tent as well, mm-hmm. so it's just an empty tent. 
and Dong Fang, you're, you're kind of standing at the center of the tent, and Shuang is saying, "So, what what happened? What are what what is what are these wounds on Dong Fang? Did you get the flower? Where is the flower?" Yeah, funny story that. And I look at uh, look at Ning to see if she wants me to tell the story, or if she wants to tell the story. It's a very like solemn nod of like, go for it. Uh, yeah, so we killed, uh, the Shadow Marquis, and they, they dropped a flower, which is the golden chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to pick it up. Uh, it did something else, kind of disappeared into my hand, and then... She grabs your hand and, like, looks really closely at it. And she could Oh, Wait. Um, still holding your hand as she, she as if she thinks it might leave. She's rummaging through her bag and she pulls out this big sort of headpiece, sticks it on her head, and it's got all sorts of like glass lenses. It's a monocular, and she like looks really closely at your hand. She says, "That is your flesh." Uh, yeah, She's, I mean, technically, it's also part of my exoskeleton, but you know. Yes, yes, of course. She says, but, but this is part of you, and these these burns, do they hurt? And she, like, kind of runs her hands over them. No. As if, like, tracing them. No. You're, you're, she says, you're touching the shell. She, she says, yes, but did the, is the flower now a part of you? Guess so. Astounding. She, she goes up to you, Walid. She walks right towards mm-hmm. you. And I, I guess your face kind of like, oh. Yeah. And she turns around, puts her book on your back, and begins writing oh, no. using your back as like as like a uh, sort of like a, a support. And she begins writing down notes yep. about how Dongfang has absorbed the golden chrysanthemum. She says, and well, I have so many questions, but perhaps we could talk when we're on the road. Um Commander Ning, where are we to go next? And she holds out her book and she has a map of Xia. And so this is a map that I put on roll 20 for all of us uh, with some of our notes. So uh, you'll notice that there are a couple things labeled on the map. Uh, we have Daesh, which is Walid's homeland. Uh, we have Song, which is uh, a place where Walid actually spent a good part of his childhood. Uh, we have Nawa, which... Um, we haven't visited yet, but has been mentioned in previous recordings that never made it out. Nawa is the land of the python. Uh, and then, of course, we have Shuvu, the uh, the state of birds, and the shimmering badlands. Um, I've actually marked all of the locations on the map that you visited or we've mentioned in a Dungeons and Asians recording. So we have like Jingde, Josha, Spear, Chang'an, the Shadewood, and Heaven's Gate. Um, can, can, I also noted, say, can I just yeah. say that I feel so bad for anyone listening or uh, the folks who just can't see the map because this map is gorgeous. This is such a cool map. Yeah. I will share this map on our Discord. Awesome. If anybody wants to see it. I'm going to say, I never use this word, it's dope. (laughs) I would say it's dope, dope, dope. (laughs) Yes, you would. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is one of those maps that I just just like stayed up really late. My partner was asleep next to me and I was just like, dry. Um, on a piece of hardware that I have. <laughs> 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 a 
tablet device um, that can also but be a computer. A, a, a tablet device that could also be a computer. Um, but anyways, uh, we have to figure out where we're going to go next. Um, we have the Golden Chrysanthemum, which is retrieved from the Shadow Marquee. We have the Mountain Orchid, the Snow Plum, and the Oasis Bamboo. Uh, the Mountain Orchid brings color to the places closest to heaven. Uh, the Snow Plum only blossoms during the coldest winters. And the Oasis Bamboo grows where life struggles to thrive. And Schwa, as Schwag explains this, we, we need to figure out where to go. Just where are we to go to next? So out of character, I feel like we talked about yeah. kind of where we wanted to go next. In character, I know Ning always pushes for like the most efficient path possible. Like what is the next closest thing? Um, and then I know Walid and Dongfang have like other ideas about how to go about this adventure. Uh, I, I don't recall kind of what we decided on out of character though. Yeah. So we have out of character, we talked about the Shimmering Badlands, which I'll ping on roll 20. Um, in, in terms of being pragmatic, um, the uh, place where life struggles to thrive would be the Shimmering Badlands. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always a place like that, though. Right. Life struggles to thrive there because of the people of Sha. Oh. Um, that is out of game. Yeah, I mean, I think we. Um, if Nick, actually, Steve, can you give me a roll? Yeah. Um, so with Quest, you're only rolling d20s and there's no damage. Um, but we got a 14, That's which solid. is a flat-out success. Um, Steve, you would know uh, a couple of things about the Shimmering Badlands. Uh, you would know that the Shimmering Badlands were once occupied by a group of people called, well, at least in Sha, they're referred to as the People of Bronze. They were an ancient kingdom of proud metal workers who were annexed by Sha during the War of the Sands. And their home was once like the verdant core of the entire Emerald Realms. Um, it's said that the first Empress of Sha actually used her magic and siphoned all of the water from their land and made the southern floodplain the Kingdom of Mist in order to save her own people. Um, but that's all you know. You've, you've heard stories about how the first empress destroyed uh, an entire region of the world. Um, and, and I'm sure they deserved it. And you, you certainly believe that they deserved it. Oh, yeah. You certainly believe that they deserved it. Um, the, uh, the place of the coldest winters would be near Heaven's Gate. Uh, Ooh, so fun. that would be in the north. Um, and you as players kind of know what's going on up there already. And if the audience or the listeners uh, watched or listened to our Gen Con show, then they would also know. Uh, the place closest to heaven would be the tallest mountains. So um, there is a mountain range that runs alongside here like this. Okay. Kind of bordering the Shimmering Badlands and the Southern Floodplain. So, um, regardless of you know which one we want to get first, you're probably traveling northwest. We could go to the Shimmering Badlands, then hit up the mountains, and then hit up Heaven's Gate. You could do it in that order, or you can go the opposite. Uh, so, so while. Um, uh... 
Shuang is writing on Willie's back. Um, he he kind of like kind of turns around uh, and says, uh, "What do the other ones do? Because if this one is fire, can are the others fire? Can I have fire? I want look. Can I get one of those?" Kind of looks as she says, "Well, hard hard to say. We'll we'll have to see when we find them. Well, Willie, these are not toys." Okay, but give me, give me, give me. These are... Sorry, go ahead. No, she kind of looks at... At this moment, you can see that, like, Schwung kind of is just, like, kind of judging Walid. She She's seeing Walid at his most immature right now. And Schwung has been kind of, like, kicked into serious mode by Ning. And while she probably would have been, like, totally on board with, like, well, let's figure out, let's, let's theorize, she's like, Walid, I think the decision is up to Commander Ning. And that, and she just ends it there. Uh, Willie pulls a face and says, "Okay, Professor." Yep. She says, "The she says the the Professor is Penyan." From from this map, Ning kind of says, just interjecting and kind of going down that path. She says, "I think our best route is to continue to the Shimmering Badlands. It'll be a long travel, but then we can hug the mountains, head to Heaven's Gate." And that'll line us up for a quick journey back to Chang'an. And then we can report our findings. She says, yeah, yeah sounds sounds good. Um, I, I have a family at, uh, nearby. We can stop there. Perhaps rest, see if Feng Feng's wounds need to be attended to. It sounds wise. It seems that... The soldiers need some respite, maybe a chance to reset themselves. They seem agitated. If you wanted to make it three hours, rested. (laughs) (laughs) She says, okay. Um, In fact, I will... um... Actually, no. She, She catches herself. She says, Commander, it might be wise to send a scout ahead. We will be Heading in the same direction as Jingda, perhaps it would be good to check on the progress of the shard there. I agree. This is... Thank you for your input. We'll so, that. the town that we're going to be heading to is going to be around there. If you see that little uh, square I made on the map. I'll update this as we go. Um, it's a small town. and It's called Le Yue. Um, Agatha and I came up with this one. Um, now she says, we're going to, it'll, it'll take us a couple of days to get there. She says, but when we get there, commander, um, I think it best that, um, we leave the soldiers at Jingde and you shed your sovereign banner garb. Schwank, speak plainly. Why do you make the suggestion? Um, she says, well, how far have you been outside of Chang'an? I've read reports all across, yeah. But how far have you been? Reports, you know, tell stories that the writer wants them to tell. But what have you, how far have you been? What have you seen outside of the capital? This is my first campaign across the plains. 
He says, hmm, the people of Leyuet do not like the government. And why is that? Well, perhaps it's best that y- you, you see for yourself. I don't think you'll believe me. I understand. I will take this under advisement. We will not bring the soldiers to Leyue. Shall we then take down the tent? Let's. And I think Ning's energy is just kind of like one of a lot of turmoil, kind of like tempered through like being absolutely fatigued Mm -hmm. at this point. And she's just kind of, though she says like, yes, do that. I think it's more of like a a wave of the hand um, and less enthusiastic than she usually is. As you like wave your hand, the the tent actually like just like lifts up off of the ground in an instant. The soldiers were all waiting outside because they were so scared that they had fucked up before that they were just waiting. And as you like, yep, yep, let's go. They take the tent and just like throw it in one of the wagons. We're ready to go. It's like so. It's almost as if they're trying too hard. Yep. To be extra efficient because they made you mad. And now we're on the road, uh, Ning. I'm assuming that. Do you think Ning is going to be kind of like crashing at this point? Uh, I think so. I think you know it's not too hard to travel across the roads and whatnot. No, it's safe. Um, but they're they're moving at a pretty slow standard pace. Maybe even a slower than you know. Maybe they were coming here. Um, she's not pressing them very hard. Cool. Um, so we're on the road. We've got a, a caravan of wagons and horses and marching soldiers. Um, Dong Fang and Walid, what are you two doing on the road? Would you be marching? Would you be sitting in a wagon? What do you think? Uh, I think when we first uh, took off, shoot, I'm trying to remember. Uh, whose horse was Walid trying to befriend all the time? Was that Dong Fang's or Ning's? Uh, I think that was, I think that was uh, Dong Fang's horse. Ah, right. Uh, so I have a horse. So yeah, when that first happens, uh, Dong Fang. Uh, sorry, uh, when everybody's about to sort of get moving, uh, Willie tries to jump onto Dong Fang's horse until I guess you come down and like go, "What's this?" And then, oh right, get gets off. <laughs> and then he t- he's riding one of the wagon horses. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> You're saying riding one of the wagon yeah, horses? Yeah, he's just pulling cool. the wagon. It doesn't have a saddle. He's just riding bareback. That's what he's doing. Just kind of being silly. And there's actually somebody who's actually steering and will be sitting there like as if he, he was. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to march okay. the, like, the, like a commoner. Come on. <laughs> he's a contractor. How about Don Fong? Now, so. He's a contractor. Yeah, I think I, I am riding my horse and checking to make sure that it's not eating any of my food. And I'm also just re- absently, I, I keep scratching, uh, or I guess it's my right hand, my arm, um, uh-huh. where all the, the burn marks are. I think it's a little itchy yeah. or something. Uh, and as you, actually, as you actually scratch them, as if you aggravate them, you notice that they glow when you do that. Fascinating. And it would be scratching the night. It actually like illuminates this the area around you. Oh, that's so inconvenient. I think is what I <laughs> say. As like during one of the times when it's like getting to dusk or something, and we're still kind of on the road, and then I just yeah. it just like starts glowing. 
when you pass by Jingde later, you you notice that the perimeters have expanded. So is well, it, is, is this the report from the scout that went ahead? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the scout who went ahead actually says we're gonna. You're actually going to see the the base of operations for Jingde on this road that we're on. It has expanded so so much since then. And as you, um, your caravan is making their way along this road that is heading northwest, you see up ahead a base of operations for the Sovereign Banner, flying the Sovereign Banner flags and the Emerald Standard. You kind of look and say, Commander Nig, you're back! Yes. What do you have to report? Well, the, the Jaded has spread considerably since you last left. Um, we are having a very difficult time maintaining this perimeter and ensuring that people do not get exposed to this. There have been several incidents where, well, wandering folk have accidentally been exposed to the Jade. Were these encounters fatal? Uh, they were as the initial ones. Do you remember the, the family in the house? I do, yes. Well, they are as that family was, turned to stone. In the trenches in the water, it's not slowing down the spread? It slows it down a little bit. If we dig very deep, the, the jade will run down the walls of the trenches and then up. Ning places a hand on the, sol- on the soldier's shoulder and says, continue digging as deep trenches as you can. Stop the spread as much as possible. Slow it down. We have called to the capital for reinforcements, aid, but they have not responded to our, to our requests. Uh, can you spare any soldiers? Of course. This is of the utmost importance. We must contain this spread. That is the Empress's wish. So what percentage of your soldiers are going to leave with these people? Essentially, you had the right amount of soldiers at the beginning. But now, since this has spread so much, it's going to be very difficult to contain for the soldiers that you've left there. And they're being spread very thin. Mm-hmm. Because a growing circle <gasps> grows according to pie. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know things. Is that what Walid said? No, no, Walid does not know any of this. <laughs> we had a rousing debate about whether he could friggin' read, so. <laughs> and Walid says, yes, and as the dough spreads out. So so Ning's gonna kind of kind of purse her lips a little bit, and then she gives a percentage that would be quite severe, considering they basically need to march pretty far north. But Less soldiers mean less rations that need to be carried. They'll be closer to the capital. They'll both get supplies. So more or less uh, half half for okay. a contingency she's going to leave here to dig trenches and stop the spread. Okay. So you leave half of them and Shuang says, we, we must move on then. Of course. And um, Ning instructs the soldier to also give part of the next report that Ning has put up half her contingency here. Uh, so mm-hmm. she's moving with just half her original squadron. Okay. So 
Is there anything else you want to do here, or do you want to keep pushing forward? I kind of want to just see that person with the beautiful hair. Remember that? Sexy Simu Liu? Yes. Is well, it Sexy Simu Liu is at Josha's spear. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's got Darn the baby, it. right? Mm. He's got the baby. Yeah, I wanted to check on the baby. I hope they're okay. Well. There's some weird drama going on at Josha's spear for Ning. Yeah, so Ning, Ning's got some stuff there that... Ning has drama everywhere. Yeah. Ning does have drama everywhere. Um, Maybe Ning very true. drama. So for th- so everywhere she goes. Oh, no. Snap. Have you ever is seen Ning? Ning and drama in the same room at the same time? Because... Oh, my God. <sighs> for those of you who are just catching us now or just starting to listen uh, or don't remember, in episode two, uh, there was an NPC named Jajing, the Vanguard, who was a captain of the Emerald Standard who previously had feelings for Ning, and they trained at the Military Academy of Sha together. Uh, but he never knew your real uh, position, right? I think. She, she never knew. And she, got, she didn't she, know that. Um, yeah. Didn't she get friend-zoned? She got, she, well, that's what Ning uh, Comrade-zoned. Comrade-zoned. Yeah. <laughs> Ning was a no-show to the, to the prom. The ball. <sighs> oh, oh, oh. That's harsh. Yeah. Ouch. Harsh. Super harsh. She said so, yes. I mean, so per- perhaps we should move then. Yeah, if, I mean, if Sexy Simulu isn't here, what do I got? So what's the <laughs> to point? Look at? Sexy Simulu is trapped in Australia right now, fil- filming Shang Chi. <laughs> oh. Be- because I have cinematic brain on, I'd like a scene where maybe someone like a soldier's one kicks like a rock into the jade because it's, it's and it turns to jade. Yeah. Just because I think it's a cool like visual for me. Well, like every that. single blade of grass is turned to jade. Yeah. And in this set, in this sort of cinematic scene, you actually see like the panning cameras, and you actually see forests now entirely made of jade, as this has gone beyond the reaches of the town itself. Um, you see uh, birds, about young to children take who flight. oh sorry, birds about to take flight. Flowers, flowers in mid-bloom, children playing in the woods, touching the jade. You see uh, hunters, unsuspecting hunters, turn to stone, animals, um, as it's like kind of like fades in and out between all of these different sort of scenes. I'm, really I'm thinking of this kind of like Hero, like the Jet Li movie. Oh, that's such a great movie. Yeah, but like, and great visuals, right? Especially with the colors, mm. and then there's the four... I really so that. I think I think with that visual uh, and the fact that they are moving with half the amount of bodies, mm-hmm. they've they've taken some of the rations that these soldiers would have needed because they're closer to the capital and supply lines. Ning takes a moment to, to talk, tell the soldiers, as you can see, a disaster has happened here and continues to spread and kill the people of Sha. Mm. We, all of us, are the the battalion that can stop this. And every day that we waste on the road is another day that a family is turned to stone. A child unsuspectingly loses everything. From here on in, we move at double pace. It will be hard. The road will be harsh. We make one stop at Lady Yuan. And then we make double time to the Shimmering Badlands. Time is of the utmost importance. So you, you make haste towards Lei Yue. And is that like a leadership role or just that's pretty solid speech is what I want to say. 
Yeah, it is. I don't think you should have to roll because then there's a chance of failing and then it kind of ruins the role play. Yeah, sorry, what I meant is, uh, is this reflected mechanically uh, insofar as that was not, a great Not speech. in quest, unless, uh, unless, unless, Steve, you want to use... Um, Ning is kind of built like a spy and a Yosha. Um, so not really. However, there is um, the inspire I move, which I There have. is the inspire move, which Dong Fang has. But I don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't talk. Okay. The presence cool. is That's inspiring. fine. You could you can ins- maybe you inspired Ning to make this speech. Yeah. If you want to use the AP to do that, by all means. I think uh I mean, I'm down, but I think it also is a nearby NPC, a singular nearby yeah. NPC. So, gotcha. So let's let's make our way over then um, to Leyue. A lot of you are playing games while staying socially distant and looking for the best way to do it. Whether you need maps, character sheets, video and voice chat, or even dynamic lighting, Roll Twenty has you covered. With Roll20, you can build games with all different types of features. Whether you're playing Fiasco and need to keep track of your cards, a dungeon crawler like D&D with lighting effects, or or if you want to create quick rolls for all of your character spells, Roll20 takes care of all of that for you. Join over 5 million players and see for yourself at Roll20.net. It's free to set up an account, build a game, and play. So why not try it out? Now, back to Dungeons & Agents. As you near the town, it's not too far from Jingde. Um, it's perhaps a day's journey. Uh, Shuang reminds you to shed your imperial garb. She also says to do the same for the soldiers. Yep. The soldiers are ecstatic because they don't have to wear the restrictive gear. They get to wear casual clothing. And she says, well, we arrive. But I assume they still look like narcs. <laughs> they got little ear pieces. Like they're casually dressed, but it's all perfectly new clothing or something. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. It's like a plain clothes police officer. You know, it's you know that yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah and uh, their posture, totally. right? Their posture must give them away. Yeah, they they walk in. Why is everybody walking in unison? Um, yeah, so they're wearing plain clothes. And Swang says, "When we arrive, just just say that we are traitors. Just say that we're we're here." Um, to, you know, we're, let's just say that we're heading west in search of treasure in the Shimmering Badlands, and we've just come here to enjoy the Dragon Springs. Agla, Out of character? Agla, you're, you're Dope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I think it was muted. I think Agatha was just like doing, I was just like, yeah, yeah that's good. Fucking yeah. Dragon Springs, uh, what? Let's just say that we're here to enjoy the Dragon Springs before we head out into the Badlands. Understood. Yes. Okay. Let's go. So, um, uh, I, as you need, sorry, oh, uh, go ahead. Well, you can go ahead and set the stage. I, I was just going to say, I think that Belide, um, seeing all of these people dress and act like narcs is like, okay, this is stupid. Uh, or this is going to end poorly. You've never been a real bandit. <laughs> exactly. Right. But <laughs> uh, I think, I think in the fight, my like nice new silk clothing got ripped up. Right. So I've got like yeah. terrible yeah. armor with relatively new, nice clothing that's ripped up, though. <laughs> anyway, he's gonna break <laughs> off from the group, uh, and he's gonna sort of t- go come in from like another entrance into the into the town, 
kind of come in kind of separately, uh, mostly just to see either where uh, a if there are any bandit friends uh, that uh, he might know, and uh, b potentially warn them <laughs> to get out of the town if uh, there's imperial guards coming in. Uh, but c mostly just to see like how the town reacts to everybody coming in, and uh, yeah, just keeping an eye on that. Did you sneak away without telling anyone? Can you give me a roll, please, Mar? Not for anything related to something that the GM wants to do. No, of course not. Um, Okay, I am going to roll in D20 with a D20. Or roll 20 with D20. Whoa. Yeah, did you you tell boss? (laughs) (laughs) One. Catastrophe. Okay. So as you're heading over, Ning's kind of trying to focus. And Shrong's trying to be like, stop marching in unison. You start with your left foot. You start with your right foot. Ning, you got to relax. I mean, she, she, this is the first time she's called you Ning instead of Commander Ning as well. So I don't know how that strikes you. Try to be like Dong Fong. <laughs> Dong Fong just got to chill in on the horse. Yeah. Um, Scratching none myself. Of you noticed that, none of you noticed that Walid has actually broken off mm-hmm. and disappeared into the forest. Um, there's actually that one horse that Walid was riding bareback. It's just the horse there, and the horse is kind of like unburdened by Walid. The horse is so happy. Um, the horse is so well, happy. still pulling a wagon, uh, right? Walid, yeah, still pulling yeah, a wagon, but it's, it's no longer pulling a wagon him. and yeah. carrying Walid, who's also probably like, what's your name, horse? Do you want to eat horse? <laughs> yeah. um, brushing the horse while it's actually trying to do hard labor. Um, Walid, you rolled a one. Jeez. Yeah. So <laughs> in quest, a one is con- considered a catastrophe. You automatically fail, and you will suffer a severe setback. Oh, no. A catastrophe. So, Walid, you begin traveling through the woods that border the town. You've run ahead. You're very good at handling rough terrain. Um, But you come to a clearing near the town and you just see blood everywhere. Oh, no. Sounds like a plot hook. Okay. Blood that, everywhere. Is that, is that what Willie says? Willie's <laughs> yeah, like Deadpool. Breaks the Willie turns the to the camera. Sounds like <laughs> Willie <laughs> kind of. Lo- sounds like an ambush. <laughs> you see dead bodies everywhere. Um, no, you see blood everywhere and bodies piled at the center. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, These yeah. bodies, they they wear like what looks to be like piecemeal armor. Their weapons are all kind of like piled in a neat. Sort of pile aside of these bodies. Uh, okay, I mean, Walid, being an experienced bandit, uh, immediately takes three steps back, try, and then does kind of. And as you take oh, three no. steps back, you feel something sharp press at the base of your skull. And as you kind of step back a bit, you instantly feel a little bit of pain. Okay, there's a blade pointing at the back of your skull. Walid stops stepping back, <laughs> and all you hear is a voice that says. I told you bandits to never come near my town again. Shit. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is a catastrophe with a capital C. Yeah, seriously. By the way, I really like that they call it a catastrophe because that, that's part of the narrative, right? Like a critical fail is a exactly thing, whereas this tells you what actually happens in the narrative or the game. And, and a 20 is a triumph. So I like the, the difference between a triumph and a catastrophe. But anyways, you feel this the point of a blade at the base of your skull. Yeah. 
Like if you if you move or if they push, they put any force into it, they you're dead. Like this is clearly somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Um can I And it's a young sounding voice. Oh, okay. Uh can I uh can I activate my uh iron skin ability? Oh ho ho ho. Oh ho ho ho. Yes, you can. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're all like, oh, oh, oh. yes, you can. So this comes from our custom uh, class for quest called the martial artist. And iron skin allows you to spend a varying amount of AP. So your your points, your action points, your action economy, your adventure points. Um, if you spend one, you would negate up to three points of damage. Or if you spend three, you will ignore all damage from the next blow. Um, I think I'm going to spend one for the moment. Uh, and it, it, it takes a turn. It's my, I'm using my turn to activate it's, this? It's, well, this okay. is nar- there's no turns, right? Because right? this is more like we are reacting to each other in the narrative. That's why I like yes. it. Because you could just be like, if you activate your iron skin, it, it also is, it looks exactly how you want it to look. So it doesn't mean your skin necessarily turns to metal. In this case, you might be reinforcing your skin with your chi. Yes. Uh, did you just catch a fly out of the air? I just caught a fruit fly. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> Listen, Mulan, everyone has chi. Chi is not just for boys. Chi is for everyone. <laughs> um, that was a- sorry. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's not get out of that. They say it in Mulan, it's dumb. But anyways, uh, you can you essentially could, re- you could actually... Uh, harness your chi and make your skin impenetrable if you wanted in an instant yeah so with this you can even push back against the blade and knock them off <gasps> like guard uh, i think actually you're right i think that i'm gonna sorry um adventure points refresh at the end of a session no, no. uh you you do get some at the end right okay so i'm just trying to figure out whether i'm gonna but i wouldn't hold on to them i wouldn't hold on okay to them. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sort of do a little bit of a flex, uh, which is to say I'm going to spend three action points or adventure points. Oh, right? yeah. adventure points. AP. AP. Uh, and sorry, if I spend one, is that up to three points of damage only in the next blow against me or just throughout this? Nope, just you have a, like a basic shield of three points. Okay. Um, but if I spend three, that only protects me against the next blow. Is that right? Yeah, so, for instance, if you were going to get hit with, like, a massive, like, if a boulder was falling on you, it's going to do more than three damage, right? Right. You could just spend three points and be like, or, like, allow this thing to smush you, and then you just walk out of it. Right. Okay. I think in that case, yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and spend one uh, action, uh, because this might be a, it might be a combat, it might not be. Um, Or, no, screw it. I'm actually going to spend three. This is what I'm going to do. Um Walid uh, feels this, takes a quick breath, and just kind of reinforces, um, yeah, it's the chi thing. Um, I think there would be a South Asian inflected version of that that I'll, I'll work out. Um, and then uh, basically snaps his head to the side uh, and puts, uh, brings his uh, elbow up to grab, uh, to like push fully against the edge of whatever blade uh, is behind him, mm-hmm. uh, and then grabs the like hilt near the hilt but with that with his hand um and like tries to rip it out of their grasp basically so give me a roll for that yeah. one you're not going to take any damage uh but give me a roll to see if I you are succeed. successful yeah if you succeed go baby go baby and if you're using 
Okay, 14. so as you do that, you back off and you you feel the blade run against the side of your head. Ugh. You feel pressure at the base of your skull. As you turn, you manage to grab at least where you think the blade is going to be. But you don't actually see a blade. You see a young man holding what looks to be a uh, a jian, mm. like a like a light sword, but you see no blade. But your hand brushes against something, almost as if the blade is invisible. Oh, okay. So they... and you stand there holding what feels to be an invisible blade projecting from just the hilt of this jian. Okay, so they have a, a physical hilt, but there's no visible blade. Is that right? Okay. At least that you could see right now. Hmm. And staring straight at you is a young man. He's got, you know, um, well-kept short hair. He wears, like, like form-fitting, um, like, robes. And he's holding out his sword right at your face. And you can actually see as the sunlight kind of streams through and trickles through the canopy Mm -hmm. you're holding on to a sword that looks to be made of river water solid water seven crystalline stars adorn the blade of this sword and he pulls it out from your hand expecting to cut you and it doesn't Uh, okay so i i was not able to take it out of their grasp okay unfortunately not but you were also unharmed yes which is cool he twirls it around and holds it up to your neck again Mm. You could feel it brushing against your neck, but again, you're you're not taking any damage. I'm considering this all one sort of attack. And he holds this blade against you. You then see very clearly that this sword is a solid blade unlike Ning's. Right. Ah. It has the form of a Jian, except the blade is almost transparent. It would be invisible except for the seven crystalline swords that run up the flat edge of the blade. And he says, who are you? Uh, Walid uh, kind of smirks uh, a bit and says, I know how to use this. <laughs> and he kind of points at the pile of bodies. Yeah, that's pretty clear. It's a neat trick. I know somebody who can do something similar, but I'm not a bandit. And he's put up his hands and just like they're, they're apparently empty. Prove to me that you're not a bandit. <laughs> Don't you see my fine clothes? I was attacked by bandits. That's why I'm in the woods by myself. Do you want me to do a roll or something? For, uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> you make a good. You do make a good point. Puts the sword down, and but it, unlike Ning, sheathes the in the sword sheathes the blade. It does not turn to liquid. It is solid. Hmm. Intriguing. And the looks, and he says, "Where are you from? Where are you coming from?" Oh, from. I've never seen you. Around Leyue. You're not local. No, I'm a, I'm a traveler. I'm a traveling scholar. Uh, I like to travel around and learn things. A scholar from Daesh. You know my land. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I've seen someone who looks very similar to you come through our town before. That wasn't me, right? <laughs> I'm not forgetting it. Is your name no, it's not it's not you. Is your name Walid? 
Would you happen to know a Walid? Uh, yes, I have heard. Someone from Daesh named Walid came through town before. Did he now? Uh, yes, I, 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 I've heard of, I've heard of this Walid. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a rascal, uh, and a rogue. What's your name? Uh, D, uh, D, 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 I love it. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "He says that's a strange name, D Law." Well, you clearly haven't met a lot of people from Daesh. <laughs> I've only met the one. The last person I met from Daesh who came through town was looking for someone. Were they? Well, yeah, but you're clearly not from here, and you're clearly not one of these bandits based on the state of your imperial clothing. Yeah, yeah the fashion and cut would probably be from the capital, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Chinese sizes doesn't fit well. Not the same as our North American sizes, um, <laughs> as you learned recently. Le- learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, "Well, w- 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 are you coming to town, or why are you in the woods? You, you said you were attacked by bandits. I've killed all the bandits that have come near here." Right. Uh, Walid looks over. Does he maybe recognize anyone, or even like you know, I don't know, like symbols of different bandit groups or, or bands or anything like that? Um, I don't think so. At least not from, not from here. Um, you, you definitely don't. I don't think you recognize anybody. These just look like your, your ragtag bandits, uh, not to the organization that Walid is used okay. to. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I think Walid answers, uh, you know, half truthfully and says, ah, I'm heading to the shimmering badlands to do learning. And so I would, I was hoping I'd heard about your hot springs, your famous hot springs. I thought I could rest a while and uh, rest my weary body from travel. He says, ah, are you here with the other group? Uh, which group? The group traveling on horseback. I can hear them. Uh, sorry, can Walid hear them? Or sorry, D law. Yes, you can hear. You can hear. Okay. You can hear like marching, like clop, 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 and then like the the marching of the feet. Oh, oh no, no. We we traveled together for a bit, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not with them. Well, my name is Han, and I'm the protector of this town. Ah, oh, lovely to meet you, Han, the protector. Very, very boastful. Yeah. How young is he? <laughs> like like sixteen years old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Han, if, if, if you would be so kind as to uh, escort me into your town and protect me, that, that would be fantastic. That would be excellent. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to sort of like work the ego. Han, Han kind of like is like the teenage protector of this town. He's very boastful. Yeah. Um, that's the impression that you get. Um, he says, well, well, come with me. We, we want, I want to make sure that I, 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 I see this group before they enter. Mm-hmm. He says, and as as he he walks you through the clearing, you can see that these um, 
the bandits have all been killed by sword strokes. Um, Han, this is clearly Han's work. Right. He explains how bandits have been attacking the town and nobody in Chang'an has actually sent help. There are, There is no military from Chang'an anywhere near here. The only time the military have ever come this far was when they went to Jingde. Mm, okay. And uh, so he takes you to town. Now, now back to the rest of the group. As your caravan of treasure hunters who walk in unison, no matter how how much Shuang tried, everybody ends up walking back in unison again. Yeah. Enter the town. You see a figure step out from the tree line. He holds out his hand. It's this young teenager. He says, stop. Behind him, Walid. It is me. So (laughs) Nick D-Law. We traveled together for a bit. He's sorry. Walid jumps up like he's trying to help. But sorry, go ahead, Nick. You say D-Law? Yeah. So Ning is going to use one of her skills. So she has Persona as being a spy. I'm going to spend two AP adventure points to become a commoner. I get a wardrobe and everything like that. So just common clothes. And Ning is going to walk up to this young person and just kind of twirl her hair. She's going to go, oh, hey, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) We we thought that we could just kind of walk in. I, your place looks so good. I just thought, you know, we just do that. He's holding out his head, and then all of a sudden you can see just like blush begins to form. Uh, I'm Han! I love that name. That name's so nice. My name's May, uh, and this is all my uh, merchant traveling band. Um, is that the Dongfog's face too? <laughs> okay, first I see D-Law, and then I see... May. Hey. <laughs> uh, but Han kind of goes, "Oh, Dila, are these the uh, these are the the other travelers?" Um, yes. You, you, you. We traveled together for a time, but oh. I don't really know them. Han oh. is kind of like very oh. infatuated. <laughs> oh, you you don't know us. We're we're basically besties. We're basically besties. I know you don't like it, but. You love me. I know you do. And there's like a moment where Ning's persona just fades. And you just see Ning for like a very brief moment. Just being like. Like in the eyes. Like the, the smile is there. But yeah. the eyes stop smiling this, for a second. This is that yeah. anime moment when like you see the, the close up of the eyes and the lightning. The. Yeah. Go across the screen. Yeah. But then May comes back right away. Uh, huh. Miss, Mr. Han. Uh, we would really like it if you just kind of. You know. Actually. You're from here, right? Could you kind of show us around? I heard about your hot springs. I heard about kind of, I think they're called like the the dragon hot springs. And I would love if someone just kind of showed us around. Can I say? I'll show you around. Um, uh, I'm Han. I think we're going to be like kind of best friends. <laughs> he actually says that out loud. Uh, yeah, I'm Han. Um, um, I I, I protect Leyue from bandits um, because well, the emerald the emerald standard really suck. Bunch of weaklings. They don't protect us. 
I don't think I've ever heard of the Emerald Emerald Standard. Who are they? No, just soldiers from Chang'an. They're the worst. Oh, they sound like it. But it's a good thing that you're here because you look like you could really take care of the people here. I do take care of them. I've killed, I've killed like 15 bandits. Oh my god, that's so many bandits. I know, um, right? But you know what? Everyone here is real tired. We're just like real, real tired. Um, do you think we could maybe kind of like get moving to those hot springs? Because I, I need to get off my feet. You know, I'm real tired. Sure, sure, to- to- totally. I'll, I'll, I'll take you in. Okay, come on, come on in. Come, I guess the rest of you too. Uh, yeah, I get off my horse <laughs> and just like lean on the horse, like. And then Han just starts running. F- follow me, May. This is my house. Your house is so cute, just like you. D Law, <laughs> come here. Yeah, I, I sort of sidle sidle up uh, to Dongfeng, I think is the word. <laughs> the soldiers are like, who's D-Law? Oh, yes, D-Law. He's D-Law. <laughs> Why? Shuang is like... Is... Uh, not every town I've been to has fond memories of me. There's not a lot of statues of me built around here. He whispers, he doesn't actually say that out loud. Did you, <laughs> did you do something... Did you, did you rob this place before? Shuang is like, what happened in the forest? Where were you? You just came out of the, the woods. Uh, well, he... he goes, May! May, check out my sword! <laughs> oh my god, it's so sharp. I don't think I've ever seen a sword this sharp before. It's pretty cool, right? It was my great, great, great grandfather's. Oh my god. Was he as handsome as you are? Well, I never met him. But, you know, I've met me. And I'm pretty handsome. Get it? Is this based on? Uh, yeah, this is amazing. Is this based on an avatar? The, <laughs> I think her name is May, and she does the like ditzy thing. <laughs> her name is Ty oh, Lee. Shit, that's right. Ty but Lee. there's also there's, a May. There's, there's but yes, character. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, she like, "What? What happened? What happened in the woods? We'll lead what?" I mean, D-Law, what happened? Uh, he kind of, uh, like... Is, is it a D-apostrophe-law? D-Law? <laughs> I, I, I think it would actually be, uh, like, the apostrophe would be uh, just before the W at the end, I guess. Uh, so it would be D-E-E-L apostrophe W. So, like, D-Law or something. D-Law. Okay, anyways. Well, D-Law... D-Law. And she struggles to say Walid. D-Law, what happened? So Walid says, Who is this kid? Walid sort of says loudly, Yes, this uh, this strappy young lad protected me uh, and definitely took care of those bandits. And then kind of in a whisper says, There were 15 people who were like quite brutally uh, killed uh, uh, in the woods there. He claims he did it. He's got a, some sort of magic sword uh, or something. Something that looked kind of like water. I don't know. Uh, and then he sort of like gets back to like smile. Like he, he was smiling throughout all of that, but he's like now smiling again. Loudly Wait, saying. water? Water? Uh, yeah, like some kind of... Um... No, no, that's impossible. There, There is only... There are only two blades made of water, ever made of water. 
Joshua's Edge, and Commander Ning has those. Hmm. Can you tell me more about this sword? So I, I sort of like quickly describe the sword uh, in more detail. Like it's mostly invisible, but it's got these. Was it seven? Uh, yeah. Sort of like little swords within it, within yeah. it. So I describe that. She says, "No, that I'd, I'd like to see that for myself." Uh, yeah, I think maybe I can arrange that. Which is to say, I think Walid uh, now sidles up to May and says. Get him to take out his sword and show you his sword form. There's something very interesting about the sword. That's what May says. And he's like, okay. And you can tell that he's like, he's like kind of like, okay, well, we're going to go to the Dragon Springs, May. Uh, I guess D-Law wants to go too. And um, are, are, you, are you hungry? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my god, we're all so famished, but I bet you know the best place to get some food. You hear like a stop. And like at the the opening to uh Han's house, you see an older older man walk out. Okay. Han, who's this? Who are these people? Uh, uh th- th- this is this is this is this is May. Hi. Uh that's D-Law. Uh, the lead has jumped behind Dong Fang now and is like kind of hiding from all of the villagers as <laughs> trying to stay behind them. Uh, D-Law is somewhere that... Just kind of waves. They are... They, they, they are... One hand just kind of comes out from behind the shrimp. <laughs> um, they, they are, they're travelers. They're heading to the... They're heading to the desert. They just stopped here to go to the springs. Um, I don't know who that is. Points to Dong Fang. Shi Feng is my name. Shi Feng. They're okay. They're they're not bandits. Kind of looks and he kind of says, looks at all the soldiers and you come here. Points to one of the the youngest looking soldiers. Soldier kind of looks at looks at you, Ning. So May kind of like is like me, okay, and just like walks ahead of that soldier, and is like, and um, as you as you kind of say, oh, me, and he kind of says he holds out his hand, and as you move to step forward, and you can't move. Oh, not you. Her. Pointing to one of the junior soldiers. Okay. And as you try to step forward, you you literally can't move. And you feel as if, like, the wind is pushing you back. Mm. As this old man holds his hand out. Gotcha. Okay, okay. And the soldier's still kind of looking as if to get permission from May. Yeah. <laughs> May gives, like, a very subtle, like, nod. Uh, and then puts on, like, a show of, like like reaching around to figure out what's going on just like what's happening oh my god this breeze <laughs> um and the soldier kind of goes forward and the old the old man kind of looks and says your sword let me see it the, the soldier kind of turns back and looks at you ning may may says 
no, no, no. Sh- show him. It's fine. It's fine. He draws out his his dao and hands it to the old man. The old man carries it and twirls it with surprising skill. Tosses it to the ground. Get out. All of you. Uh, I... All of you. Wait, wait, wait. No, we... And Han is like, but, but, but May is my friend. Han, you know we can trust us. We just came to go to the hot springs. Perhaps you should use your real voice, Commander. Okay. Hawkeye goes, but May. Uh, I would love to step in at this point. Yeah, yeah, go for it. If Steve, you cool with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll just like take like two steps forward and say something like, uh. I want, I want to say, like, a cool idiom, but I can't think of any right now. <laughs> Insert cool idiom. Yeah. Um, uh, sir, you look very good at the sword. Thank you. Are you... Are there too many of us? He says, no, it's who you are. You're from the capital, aren't you? I could see the way that this soldier looks at her. You're the commander. I don't know what you are. Uh, I'm a shrimp. But that blade? That's of imperial quality. You might just be a passing shrimp. And you, pointing at D-Law. <laughs> D-Law. You might be, be returning. But the rest of you are not welcome here. Uh, yeah, but uh, we, we have to resupply. Well, our supplies are not yours to take. Yes, we we were going to buy them. And I'm like looking at Ning like, right, right? Since when does the Empire buy? They just take. They take what they want. They destroy what they want. And they ignore who they want. That is... You, Walid. It's good to see you again. I don't know why you're with this rabble. Uh, yeah, we'll lead kind of like... Well, welcome back, friend. Yes, yeah, steps out from behind Dong Feng's... And Han is like, wait, you told me your name's not Walid. Yes. That's it. <laughs> but... <laughs> and then there's just like an awkward pause for a minute. <laughs> but, Walid, we... We shared, we shared a meal. Like, less than a... Less than a month ago, when you came through here. 
Wait, sorry. Uh, out of character. Is that actually? A th yeah. Okay, I did actually. No. no. So yeah, this is very odd, right? Because a month ago I was somewhere else. This is very odd. Yeah. You were somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, we were all together a month ago, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. So I was like, uh, you know, I share a lot of meals with a lot of people. And, you know, you never know. You seem like a lovely lad. But, uh, you, you know, you never know whether you're actually some sort of a bandit or some sort of a, uh, you know, I, I just I try not to give to my real name to uh, people on the street that I just meet uh, in the woods uh, in front of bodies. Uh, it's just, you know, it's a good idea, Han. Maybe you should consider doing that, too. A good name might be Nah. You could go with Nah. Oh. Well. Uh. So Ning, Ning holds up a hand as, like, Walid is, like, rambling mm -hmm. through that. And then, can is, is the old man allowing her to move at all? You can move now. As long as you're not trying to move towards him. Yeah. So Ning looks to Walid, then looks to Han, then looks back to this senior and says, you might be in danger. This entire village might be in danger. Look, my soldiers eat supplies. I don't know what you've heard or what stories have been told to you, but we will pay for our supplies. But understand when I say that Walid has been with us for the last month and a half. Whoever crossed through your town is an imposter. Well, somebody who looks just like Walid, goes by the name Walid, came through town looking for an old blade. An old blade? Walid? I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, this is, I don't know. I must be confused. He looks kind of old. Yeah, I don't know. What is your name? And he said, Whoa, son. Well, son. Can we sit? Or are you going to have us just stand in the street? Hmm. We can sit. Your, your soldiers can make camp outside of town. After they buy their supplies. With money to your people. Fine. So she, she turns around. She gives like quick orders and whatnot. Feng Feng will lead. Han. Let's sit. We have, we have to get to the bottom of this. Come into my home. And Wo Sun leads you into his home, and Han kind of, as you all walk into the home, Han is just kind of looking at you, and it's kind of just like looks betrayed. But he's also like holding his sword. And they lead you into your their home. And Wo Sun is they kind of settle and says Wo Sun says So you say we're in danger. That have to do with what's going on at Jingda. That's part of it. But right now, my current concern is this imposter. You're telling me that this person looked exactly like Walid? Mm. Different garb. Better dressed. Did, did they disguise themselves with, like, mud on their face or other signs from the road? No. 
their complexion was as Walid's. Their beard was as Walid's. And they were looking for a sword. You mentioned a sword. Not a sword. I believe in Daesh, they call them Qatar. Said that uh, somebody owed them a blade. And do you think they came here with a purpose? Sorry. Uh, do you think they came here with a purpose? Or was this a random stop collecting information? Well, I mean, seems like a, a random stop. And Ning looks to, to Walid, kind of at a loss. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Walid, <clears throat> Walid's face sort of darkens a bit. And let's see if this works. There we go. Ooh, Ooh. Look at that. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Such production. Yeah, there you go. So the camera cuts to just like a darker like vis- visage, uh, like like his mm-hmm. countenance has fallen, and the camera's cut to this like yeah more like hierarchy uh, kind of a thing. Uh, and he tur- uh, and he says, yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah, I get around. You know, I'm uh, I like traveling. I'm I'm uh, like traveling. Um, you know, I might have been here uh, what a month ago. I mean, who keeps good calendars these days anyway, right? Uh, yeah, might have been here a month ago. Might have been here a little more than that, a little less. You know, I've been around. Lead. Breathe. Are you not telling us something? Oh, I don't know what I would not be telling you. Uh, no, I was, I was almost certainly in this town uh, a month ago. I was almost certainly wandering through, uh, you know, doing my own wandering thing. And I popped by and had a look. And I don't know what the blade, the Qatar, I don't know. If I had, uh, if I even had one of those things, that uh, that would be a very strange thing to have. You were with us for the last month and a half. Was I? You couldn't have been here. Someone is posing as you, and that, I I need you to understand, that is a danger to us. That puts us at risk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that would be really bad if that was true. But, you know, I don't know, are we really going to take the word of this guy? You know, I snuck away a few times, a few nights. You know, when we were traveling together, I snuck away to, to, to towns to go get some drinks because I just go meet some people. Uh, you know, you, you, you weren't keeping an eye on me 24-7. Yeah, I popped by here a little while ago. Why not? Hmm. Uh, and I, for reference, Walid is totally you, stonewalling. <laughs> yeah. He says, com- Commander, based on what I've seen so far, th- this is not the Walid that came through. I imagine not. Walid, I I don't know how to say this any other way. I need you just once to take this seriously. You understand that if there's someone who has your image, we're all at risk. Um, Walid uh, looks to to mainly to Dongfeng actually. Um, and sort of also looks at Ning uh, and considers that, you know, for the first time in a long time, he's around people he's come to care about and who seem to care about him, who've helped him out and who've tried to protect him in, in deadly situations. It's not like the camaraderie between uh, bandits, which isn't really a camaraderie. You're just always watching your own back and hoping that you stay together long enough to get the job done and then you maybe get away with uh, some loot or whatever. Uh, and he takes a big breath and sighs like deeply uh, and you kind of see a sadness um, and that twinkle in his eye disappear the one that you've come to really see 
Um, and uh, he turns and says, yeah, I do know somebody like that uh, from my past. Um, he could take the face of uh, any anybody he wanted to. Um, if he's hunting me, then we're all in danger. He could be anyone, any one of us. Uh, and he sort of like looks at Han for a mo- like a, a, a too long moment. Looks at the uh, at sorry, Wosan, Wosan, Wosan for a moment yeah. longer, right? And like also kind of is you know just to kind of reinforce the point. Kind of like looks at them. Do you? I'm so sorry. Do you know why this imposter would be looking for this Qatar? Why they'd be out for you? Uh, Walid's eyes glaze over for a moment um, as he's having a uh, shoot. I guess I should have actually checked whether this is okay with everybody. But he, like this experience has left Walid with some pretty serious like mental health issues, right? Which is to say. PTSD, so I, I want to make that, that sure that's cool. Does everybody? Okay, cool. I'm not going to go into details yep. about it, but, you know, you, you notice him kind of start to, like, go in and out a bit um, as he's kind of, but you also notice his whole body kind of tense up and he starts sweating a little bit as he's kind of reliving that moment and then sort of shakes his head off and he says, um, there, there was a job. There was a job and it didn't go right. And if he's coming after me, I, I don't know why he would. Um, he got away with everything else uh, in that job. But sorry, was it they? I think their pronoun was. They. It was, I think they, it was they. Uh, they got away with everything else. Uh, so I don't know why they would be coming after me. They also, I mean, they already they took the loot and they took everything from me. I don't know why they're coming after. Me. And kind of repeats that a few times. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think Ning, um, Ning, Ning also has like a lot of stuff to unpack, and I think there's a moment where she just kind of understands, not fully, but there's a there's a moment of understanding. And Ning reaches out and like places a hand on top of Wally's hand, but there's like that very slight pause just before contact, and then just has that contact with Wally for a second. Uh, Walid jerks for a moment, uh, but then catches himself and allows that to happen. I'll do everything in my power to make sure that you're safe. That's a promise to you. Uh, Walid sort of turns his head and looks sort of right into Ning's eyes and and says, "I, I believe you. Ning slowly looks back to Wosan says, do you know anything else about this imposter? What they were looking for, where they were headed? We don't know where they were heading. They were looking for a sword. They said they were searching for a bandit. Now, my, my grandson, Han, Han kind of standing there, just like kind of perks up, looking very proud, puffs out his chest. He has been protecting our town. says, you folks from the capital... Don't want to waste your soldiers protecting people like us, despite the services that we did for former empresses in ending the war with the people of bronze. 
If you want to speak plainly, you have my permission. Clearly there is something that you just wish to say, so just say it. Or clearly, you know nothing about the true history of this land. What does it matter? It is a matter of what is right. Look. Generations ago, Shinsha, when she went to war with the Oasis Confederacy in what is now the Shimmering Badlands, our people, the people of Leyue, powerful Fangxi masters, assisted her in destroying that land. And what did we get for it? Nothing. She cast us aside. That's, that's not true. You, we, we built roads. We you built roads. Roads that you would never walk upon. Roads that would never take soldiers from the capital to Leyue to protect us. Now our children protect us. Children that can be living full lives. Instead... Han uses the sword of his great-grandfather. Han. Show them your sword. Han draws the sword. This is Chun Jun. Purity. Oh. Uh, this sword was forged by old master Yezi with the assistance of the god of rain. This is steel so pure, you could see through it. I, I don't know what to say. Do you I, of course you don't know what to say. You don't know about the true history of this land. Do you know? That the heavens are broken? That, yes. And we're, Have you seen it? With my own eyes. <laughs> Have you really seen it? He grabs you by the scruff of your neck and drags you outside. Look! And turns your head and points at the clouds. Above Jingde is a massive hole in the sky. Oh, <laughs> that we just never noticed before? I mean, we probably see And it. look over there. Another one to the north. That one is above the scar of Xia. Do you know about the scar of Xia? I know that people are dying. So I... you don't know about the scar of Xia? What does it matter? People are dying and we're here to stop it. And the scar of Sha is the reason why this is happening. You know what happened after we helped Shun Sha end the War of the Sands? Well, one I of them, one of the people of bronze, came into the southern floodplain and sundered the earth in one blow. Now darkness is coming out of this. Wildfires are going to burn the land. Wicked demons will consume the innocent. 
the people you supposedly protect. And once again, the flood will wash away the history of Shah. Your empress is evil. No. no. Her line is wicked. You're wrong. You are so wrong, you don't even see Then why are they here? Points to Dongfang. I know what you are. Xian. I know you come from the heavens. You are here because the gods doubt Zhou Xia's determination to serve them. I take a sip of the tea. <laughs> and I think I look a little impressed. Says you are not here seeking treasure. You're looking for something. Something more powerful. What are you really doing here? Tell me the truth and you can stay. The truth is the Empress has sent us to collect and understand four powerful flowers. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if there were flowers or like there was some other like mystical thing. Other no, flowers. Oh, I get it. Now, the four gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> with At those, the end of this, I will explain the history behind all of this. With, with those in place, we can stop this catastrophe, this disaster. Do you know how many people are dead in Jingda? Hmm. Far less than have died in the Badlands. Perhaps this is the gods resetting everything. Perhaps Shah is paying for the sins of all the empresses. And Ning, at this point in time, has not kind of struggled against him, just having the respect for him. But at this moment in time, just puts a hand on his hand and just forces him to let her go. Mm -hmm. And says, it is tragic that people died. That is history, and there is nothing we can do for them. But there are so many people out there that we could save. And all you want to do is just spout history at me. I don't care about that history. All I care about is fulfilling the wishes of the Empress so that people don't die. So do you care more about the Empress or the people? I care about both. She says with a little bit of like a twinge. Speak what is in your heart. I... Look. The choices you are about to make will not be without pain or consequences. Embrace that pain. Tell me your truth. I... I don't know the truth i don't know what's in my heart is that what you want to hear you just want to hear that i'm confused and i'm just trying to get day by day to, to, to bring the soldiers to these places that i'm sent to that i've never been before and that we need to find mysterious flowers that i've i have no clue what they could do i don't know if they could kill us you happy is that what you want yes well good i guess 
it means that you have yet to find your real purpose, and perhaps this journey will. And perhaps that purpose will not be to serve the Empress. It, it tells me that your mind is open. came to use the hot springs to resupply. Are we welcome here? Or yes. Or more lectures? No. Enjoy the dragon springs. Enjoy our food. It will be unlike anything you've ever eaten in the camp. <gasps> Sorry. This is out of character. <laughs> was that supposed to sound ominous? Because it sounded hella ominous. <laughs> no, sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Ning, Ning bows calls for Walid and Dongfang says, we're done here. Uh, yeah. Han, Sorry. show these people to a house that, where they can stay. Perhaps where the, uh, the last family that the bandits took. Uh, one last dig at the Empire. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and at bandits, come on. You could stay there. And then Han, you could take our guests to the uh, Dragon Springs. Hot Spring episode. Okay. I think, yeah, um, and I think Dongfeng is actually going to just kind of like chill and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up. And to like, and like make like eye contact with, with boss to be like, yeah. I'll follow. And then also look at Will lead. I was almost going to say D-Law. Um, <laughs> and with a like like I got you kinda but not right now because I'm sure. gonna stay here. Yeah. Because you're gonna peace out, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and kind of just like hovers around this uh, around Wosan basically. And if some of you are wondering what's going on if you're watching this live, watching it on YouTube, or listening on the podcast. Listen to our Bamboo in the Dark miniseries. Yeah. We'll provide a lot of context for what's happening right now. Yeah. And it's good. Oh damn, it's good. Um so they're gonna they're gonna allow you to spend a couple of nights here. Uh, if you need it. You could rest up in the hot springs. The Dragon Springs are a terraced hot spring that snake down the nearby mountains. Uh, there are these pools of revitalizing mineralized water hey. that look like turquoise green discs from the sky. Ice. The soldiers are super excited. They strip off their clothes and run to the hot springs. Oh, they, they are let. They're, le yeah. they're letting you stay here. Oh, including the soldiers? Well, because their commander has proven that she has not been fully indoctrinated. <laughs> Oof, oof. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that moment. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk later. There is yeah. hope for Ning, at least in the eyes of Wosan. Ning has seen that, you know, not everybody likes the Empress. And that the history of Shah is far more complicated. Again, good and evil is, is very relative. Mm-hmm. Which is why you shouldn't use alignment in your game. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Walid gets up somewhat shakily. Uh, maybe maybe he mm -hmm. puts his hand on, uh, on Dongfeng's uh, shoulder getting up um, and sort of like 
you know, walks out. But as soon as he crosses the threshold, the mask is back. And he's sort of like smiling, all smiles to go hang out with the all soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're going to give you, let, let you, let you rest, let you hang out in the hot springs, let you eat their food before you leave. Yep. If you need to stay longer, you can, if you have any questions, you can ask them questions. Um, the soldiers are going to enjoy the hot springs. What about the rest of you? Han actually asks, and he says, so what is your real name Aww. to you, Ming? Are you really May? Han, if it makes you feel happy, I can be May. But no, I want to know who you really are. No, you don't. And she just ends the conversation. And walks away? Yeah. Han just kind of left standing there as you walk away. And then Ning walks away. Where, where does Ning go? What, what is Ning doing? Since since we're on you, Steve. Uh, I I don't know. I think I think Ning's like super lost at this Aww. moment in time. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ning spends the rest of the evening mechanically having a meal, then just kind of mechanically resting mm-hmm. uh, and doing whatever plan she needs to do. Uh, but it's all very like rote, with just that emptiness. Yep. Enjoying the mala of all the food mala! here. Mala, <laughs> hot pot, <laughs> hot pot. Um, what about what about Dongfang and Willie? Or I'll just, what about Dongfang? I shouldn't say both of you. What about Dongfang? Uh, I am still sitting there in Wilson's house, um, drinking his tea, which is top notch, by the way. Um, You're just sitting there, just the two of you sitting there in silence, drinking. And then tea. I'm gonna ask him some questions. But what do you want to ask? <laughs> I don't actually remember if Dongfeng knows that he's supposed to be a sky soldier, but... Dongfeng, I don't think Dongfeng knows what they are. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's this Xian that you speak of? Well, he looks and he says, You are... You are enlightened. You, you are someone with great power. You are pure, but perhaps unaware of it. I am a shrimp. No, you are more than just. (laughs) (laughs) More than just a shrimp. More than just a shrimp. If this was a Disney film, this is when the song would come on. (laughs) More than just a shrimp. Um, you're more than just a shrimp. It says, you, you were born to lead the weak against the evil. You fell from the heavens. You are celestial. How do you know this? I came from the waters. I came from the no, river. you did not come from the waters. You fell to the rivers, and this is the form that you took. How do you know this? This is... Not many shrimp walk through Leiyue. But beings like you are only found up in the heavens. 
I assure you, there are many of us in the river outside of the capital. Not all of them are as handsome as me, but... Hmm. I find that hard to believe. This is, rumors have it that a... Uh, that a celestial fell from the Magpie Bridge. And fell to Xia. Could it be you? Do you remember growing up? Do you remember your childhood as a young shrimp? Or are your memories just of the river? Just of looks to your weapon, your guandao, to battle? Is that all you remember? I once had a dream that I turned into a butterfly. Butterfly shrimp. <laughs> it says, ah, a butterfly, you say. Well, perhaps there's something like this, something important there. And the butterfly fell asleep. And I became a shrimp again. Or perhaps that butterfly turned into a shrimp. Indeed. Now, in order to find answers to this, perhaps you should go to where the knowledge is closest to heaven. There are many great mountains in the southern floodplain. And at the top of many of them are great sages. I am not one of those sages. Seem and he gets up and begins walking away. Th th thank you for the tea. Um, Walid, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, Walid just sat there and kind of listened, but really wasn't listening. Was just kind of like half listening, kind of zoned out. So when uh, Dong Fang says thank you for the tea, he kind of like looks like he woke up a little bit and and follows uh, Dong Fang out. Um, and as as I said before, like as soon as the crosses the threshold, it's like the silly, ridiculous, over the top lead is back. Mm -hmm. But I hope that Dong Fang and Ning, having seen the other lead, can see through the mask a little bit more this time. Yeah, I think I I, I sling my arm around your shoulder, the arm that does is not scarred. Um, and um, and go with you to the hot spring. The soldiers are all frolicking in the hot spring. You could see that they're enjoying food, and the the smell of peppers is in the air. They've they've clearly never had this experience before. Perhaps Ning is kind of just like sitting on the side, not even inside a hot spring, just like eating alone, being contemplative, but near the soldiers. You see, Shuang is also enjoying one of the hot springs as well. Um, she's actually sitting on the edge of one with her feet dipped into it because she's got her book in front of her. She kind of looks, she says, oh, Walid. Oh, I look wrong. She's, she's, uh, she's join me. Oh, he definitely is very keen on that invitation. Just gets right there. Yeah. And she's, she's just, Walid, I, I, I'm just writing about the Dragon Springs. I have never been here before, but I have heard great things about the healing qualities of this water. Mm -hmm. just, and I also got food. 
D- Dogfang, would you like some as well? Uh, well, I I now see Walid with Strong, and I'm like, I yeah, I'll I'll, I I'll catch you later, and I I dip to I guess to go dip into a hot spring. <laughs> I I um I go and and find find Ning probably. Yeah. Ning's kind of all all off on on her own uh, right now. As so, sorry if I may just interject. As you're walking away, the thing that you hear is, well, you know, these hot springs are heated by uh, real dragons' uh, breath underneath the ground. That's how it works. That's it. Well, Leeds just try to impress Shuang, yeah, which is like complete bullshit. <laughs> yes, Waleed. De- definitely, it is. That is definitely possible. <laughs> But I think what is more likely... <laughs> and then Dung Fung is out of uh, hearing. And then she kind of trails on <laughs> talking about hot springs. And she says, you know, Walid, they, the food here is so different from the capital. I, I mean, can, how does all of your characters, are they able to handle spicy oh, food? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so she says, as you can see by Commander Ning, Ning is just like, Red, yeah. and like nose is running, maybe crying a bit. Um, when Dongfeng, when you arrive, um, he says, "You know what they say here? They have a local saying in Leiyue. They say that spice is the most pleasurable pain." <laughs> As she brings out some food, and she says, "Try this. It's rabbit." I know you I know you've eaten the rabbit before, but this is not rabbit cooked by your soldiers. Uh this dish is only found in this region. Sorry, is she talking to me or Ning or to me? To you. Oh, yeah. I'm Waleed. like uh, sorry. Yeah, definitely. Uh and just like well actually for once he his appetite is is a little slow to get started. Uh every time yeah. you've ever seen come across come across with You kinda of sample it. He's like, uh, I don't know, I'm not very hungry. Uh, takes one like uh, by egg chopsticks, uh, so just like takes one morsel, um, and then is like, oh, 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 and then grabs the bowl and just starts going. <laughs> so she style. she's she's brought two dishes for you. One is roasted rabbit that has been shredded Oof. and mixed with chili oil, oh peppercorns, sesame, and peanuts. So you've got that like crispy skin from it being roasted and tender rabbit meat. I'm too hungry right now. Oh my god, that's so good. Shuang is enjoying a bowl of noodles. A big bowl of noodles with minced meat cooked in chilies, beans chopped up, and a thick oily sauce. This is dun-dun noodles. Yeah, hey. it is. <laughs> that's something I've been so good. I was like, I'm going to throw this into the game. <laughs> And when you eat it, you feel this numbing sensation in your mouth, unlike the spices of Daesh. Very different from Daesh. Interesting. Sure. Mala eh. Mala. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain this, Agatha? Oh. I don't know if Steve or or yeah, yeah. Amar understand. Well, it's like the uh, the numbing peppers. I don't know if they th- that is mm. what they're supposed to be called, but that's what I always called them. They. So- Oh, oh yeah, so they they put it in all of their dishes, and it it does really just feel like it has an interesting flavor. It's more like 
it, it's a spice, but it often just remains in the dish. So then you sometimes eat and you bite into it and it just, your tongue just like goes numb for a second. In Western China, um, like in Sichuan, like in Chengdu, there are, they use these little peppercorns. They're like tiny little peppercorns and they've got this like citrusy spice um, that gives this thing, this mala, which is like this numbing spice. Oh my God, I'm in. It's so yeah. good. It's so, so good. Sounds yeah, good. shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like very different. See, this is one of the things that I wanted to bring into our game is, is that food in Asia is so different. Yeah. Right? Whereas like in the capital where, you know, it's just, which is in basically northern China, which is akin to northern Chang'an in real life is in Xi'an, which is in like northern China. Um, that food over there is very different from the food in like Western mm. China uh, because of like the geography and, and, and what can grow. Mm, we got to do like an Uber Eats. Yes. We so we can food show the food like as we eat Show the food. <laughs> we should definitely do that. But yeah, they, you, you enjoy this like fantastic meal with shuang, this spicy food. I mean, it's like you've been eating rations and food that you've hunted and just roasted on a spit for a while. It's perhaps the first time you've eaten food that's been seasoned and cooked for a long time. Um, they even have like, uh, perhaps Ning is trying some uh, congealed duck blood with chilies. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. So good. So tasty. Um, but you enjoy this moment of rest. And Walid, as you, and we're going to end with this. Walid, as you enjoy this food, you kind of enter this euphoric state where you're sitting in the hot spring. Shuang has her feet in the hot spring. Maybe Dongfang's in a hot spring and is turning out like changing colors because yeah, you're turning in hot water. Pink. Cook, cooked yep. shrimp. Um, Ning is still perhaps very sad in this montage at the end of the anime. Yo, episode. I wanted to chill with um, my boss. <laughs> Chill with the, maybe you're chilling with, with Ning then. Maybe you're both chilling and Ning's just like super bummed out in the hot spring. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but Walid, as this ends, as you enter this state, you look up at the sky and the steam all around you coming out of this hot spring. For a brief moment, you think that the mist and the steam is blood. Yeah. <gasps> and we're going to end there. Jeez. Oh. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> really Jesus Christ. <sighs> First of all, way to use the O card, everyone. Yeah. We can call it the heart card. And I know, like people, people on the uh, who are listening to the podcast might not, well, definitely won't notice, but we are flashing the the heart 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 hands at each other as we were playing this. Um, so stuff was heavy, but we were all on the very same page. We didn't see any X cards, so we're, we're good to go. Um, so at the end of every episode, we do stars and wishes. We talk about what we really liked and what we want in the future. Um, there are some things that I mentioned that you as individuals might want to look into. Um, so Agatha, we could potentially talk about Leyue because it's something that you and I talked yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, for a while. Uh, do you want to explain what Lei Zheng Yue is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, yeah. we didn't come up with a name. <laughs> this came from, this no, came no. from a poem. <laughs> um, I think it was Song Dynasty. Oh, I 
yeah. Okay, good. Song Dynasty. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, um, it was written by this poet who's kind of, he's, he's, the, the scene, where the, the narrator is looking at the, um, this, this river from his childhood and looking at the, the, um, the moon reflecting off of it. And he's just kind of reflecting on how, um, uh, he tried to, you know, uh, to, to give, um, to give himself no to he he, tr- he tried to contribute to like the welfare of the empire but then his you know his 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 efforts were not recognized or like he he was just like he, he you know he tried to he tried to get good at the job and then um just like couldn't couldn't make it so then he's kind of like drinking with the moon is the is the phrasage that we use for lei yue so and that's we kind of chose it because daniel you said that you wanted this town so this is the town where the older generation toasts their regrets to the moon and perhaps the episode would end with them holding up a glass to the moon and how they don't like the government so that's the one historical thing that we brought in there um, I mentioned somebody named Old Master Yeze, um in the uh, spring and autumn period, the Zhou Dynasty. Uh, it is said that there was a legendary sword master named O Yeze, who crafted blades for the kings of the state of Yue and the state of Wu. And O Yeze is a um, a legendary swordsmith. Perhaps one of the only, him and his apprentice, Gan Jiang, are the only legendary swordsmiths in Chinese legend. And he crafted many, many blades. Um, and Chun Jun is one of the blades that he made. It was made out of meteors, actually. Um, it's a fictional blade, uh, but it's made out of meteors. And it's said that the god of rain helped cleanse the blade with heavenly waters, and the steel became clear. And the stars represent each of the meteor pieces that were used to forge this sword. Um, um, there's also a very famous sword called the Sword of Gojian. Uh, it's a real sword. It's in the Hubei Provincial Museum. It's actually one of the relics that is forbidden to ever leave China um, because of its cultural value. It actually left and went to Singapore. And a, um, a person at the Singaporean Museum damaged the sword. And so China was like, fuck no, this ain't leaving. Uh, the sword of Gojian is very famous because when they found it, this thing is over 2,000 years old and it was still sharp. It actually cut one of the people who who unsheathed it. And King Gojian is one of the kings of the Yue state. Um, and his arch nemesis, King Fu Chai, was the king of Wu and had a spear, famous spear versus the famous sword. And it's said that Oyeze actually crafted the sword of Gojian, which is real. That's so cool. Wow. So dope. And there's only, it's funny, there's only one person who has ever published anything in English about Oyeza. And her name is Olivia Milburn. She's a, she's a white uh, sinologist who uh, has a book. It costs 200 USD to get a PDF um, called The Glory of Yue. And it was a translation of, the, uh, of a book that was published in the Han Dynasty that is a chronology of the state of Yue, which is a minor state during the Warring States period. So cool. 
And I'm actually publishing a supplement about the blades of Oyeza. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so that's the kind of history we put in here. For those of you who are curious, again, go watch Bamboo in the Dark uh, if you want to know about the blood mist or this face-changing person who is hunting. Yep, that's on our YouTube channel. So if you it's just search for Asians represent Bamboo in the Dark, I guess. Yep, that's it. And you'll find two, two episodes. Um, super cool. Anyways, let's do our stars and whiskers. Uh, we're doing the overlay, so we'll go Amar, Agatha, Steve, and then myself. Uh, so, Amar, what is your star for the episode? Jeez, this one's uh, super, super easy. Not like everybody didn't do an amazing job. Uh, but I'm going to give my one star to Daniel for really, really great <laughs> food characterization. I think I speak for everybody who's listening or watching right now. Uh, we're all hungry now. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Uh, Agatha, what is your star? Uh, my star goes to Amar for for the 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 the, the scene in uh, Wosan's house. I I really like that, and especially the part where you, you describe how when he steps out of the house, he uh, well, first of all, the stonewalling was great. I I really like that moment because it it was very clear that you were both. You knew where the direction was going for the conversation. You both played into it so beautifully, where Steve was like really pressing, and then Amar was really like pushing back. But we knew that it was going to get to the point where Walid was going to break, eh, break, you know. Um, so I loved that moment, um, and also just I liked that characterization of when when Walid stepped out of the house, and it was just like it was so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like a sad yeah. clown thing, you know. Oh, Sorry, that no. sounded really terrible. Oh. I, mean, like I meant like you know, like the, the tragedy of a of a clown that makes other people happy, but is actually deeply sad inside. Yeah. But thank you. So that's Agatha Star. How about you, Steve? Uh, my star goes to Agatha for a weird, not in-game thing, but that moment in uh, uh, Wu house where Walid was guy pushing back uh, and Ning was pushing. Uh, Steve was like, I should probably stop doing this. This, this seems like a thing to like not do. But Agatha, you actually initiated the O-card during that, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, which, and then everyone was on with O-cards. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep pushing it. I think Ning's going to keep pushing this. Uh, without that prompt, I actually would have just given it up. I would be like, that's fine. Do your own thing. Uh, and we yeah. would have missed out on a really cool mm-hmm. moment. So, huge props. Um, my star goes to Steve. For Steve's a use of your spy ability, and for May, oh. who, was, who I thought was so oh great. Oh my gosh, Amazing. May! I want May to come back. <laughs> well, I think May is just this now alter ego that that Ning might use. Yeah, right. That's pretty much. It. So I like, also the, love Steve's I, Valley Girl. And if you were listening, you didn't catch the hair twirling that Steve was actually doing. It's amazing. It was, it is very good. And I feel good. like the other part of this hot spring episode is, is Ning getting really drunk and then just pulling out the May all the time. <laughs> May, ha- May does have more fun. I, I also have another star. I know I only said one for everyone, but I really think it's important that we give a star to Amar for how you know how he handled like Walid's PTSD and how Walid yeah. has all of this trauma yeah. and how Walid is like 
trying to hide it. Um, and the rest and the star extends to the rest of the group who are like, Hey, you're one of us. We're like a family and you can be your true self with us. And I thought that was really Aww. great. Yeah. That Aww. was wonderful all around, um, by the way. <laughs> so, um, now it's time for wishes. What do we want to see happen next time? Um, also, if Jade was to join us today, Jade was going to be Han. Oh, snap. Exciting. So I got to make a new character for Jade. Uh, Jade and I will collaborate because there are going to be tons of opportunities to add new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Amar, what is your wish? I want to, well, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, we wish for actual hot springs because uh, the. This was a great episode. It was also, I guess I was hoping, or I was thinking that this would be like a, you know, like picnic episode or kind of like a little bit more silly. <laughs> and then it ends said. with well, the mist turning to blood. Yeah. It got so dark. I didn't even plan for this to be dark. I was I was like, this is going to be a lighthearted episode. We're going to talk about like Szechuan food and it's going to be awesome. And then like, I was like, literally that whole thing about Walid. And I'm like, oh yeah, Walid, you've been here before was supposed to be just like a one-off thing. And then Steve like clung to it and then made it the main thing. And I was like, cool, let's just do this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, like your ability to roll with things is just incredible. You know, you rolled with a catastrophe roll. Like that just, I think probably shifted yeah. the entire arc of the episode. No, 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 this was great. Do not, do not get me wrong. Um, this was amazing. <laughs> Um, but I was kind of hoping for a, just like a lighthearted uh, hot spring episode. Lighthearted Aww. episode. It doesn't have to be the next one, but I would like uh, our our heroes to have uh, one of those at some point too. That'd be nice. Hot oasis in the desert. Hey, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> or at least we'll leave big season at oasis. Ah, <laughs> you're just in the sand. Oh, <laughs> too much spice. Too much fighting. Okay, so Walid uh, Amar, is your wish for a more lighthearted? Uh, well, ba- balanced out. I love the I love the drama and I love that. But yeah, you know, every once in a while, a lighthearted episode is pretty good. Okay, cool. Um, Agatha, what about you? Um, I think my wish is. Um, I well, it's not really. I'm just looking forward to when we see the next flower. I am excited about what Walid basically is going to get since Walid seems very keen (laughs) on it. (laughs) So I'm just, I'm excited to see that in action. Maybe my wish is like for combat or something so we can see that. Okay, cool. Um, Steve, what is your wish? I kind of want to echo Amara's here where like I was hungry for like an actual hot spring scene. I'm not sure if I'm 100% done with this town just oh. yet? Yeah, we don't. I, well, our next episode could be here. We'll start I, here. Yeah, I think I think starting next session here and spending just a tiny bit more time here, I think would make me really really happy because there was a ton of stuff that we just like blew through through history. Even the food, I think we should have spent more time on food, but that's like a personal preference. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm. If it's cool, everyone, I'm not 100 percent done with this town just Solid. yet. Yeah, I'm in. Perhaps. Okay, cool. I've got some ideas. Um, cool. Uh, my wish is for combat. Um, mostly because like, I think it would be a nice change of pace. Uh, but also we've kind of shown off how, you know, quest is really great for this sort of narrative stuff, but I also want to do more combat kind of like we did at Gen Con because that was super fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a couple last things. 
Um, shout out to Quest. If you folks are interested in trying out Quest, Quest is the game that kind of enables this style of play. Um, you can get yourself a copy of Quest. You can head to adventure.game and you can use code represent for 10% off your entire order. Um, shout out to the folks of Quest who, you know, sent us copies of the books, which I still have <laughs> and I have to give to everyone. Um, but shout out to them. Shout out to Roll20 for supporting this podcast. Um, you know, Roll20 was the way in which we were able to roll dice together, share this map that I drew. If you're interested in seeing the map, I'm actually going to go um, and you're watching the live stream. I'm going to be on our Discord and I'm just going to share my screen. So if folks want to see that, find me in the Hangout chat just after this and I'll share it. Um, last thing, if you would like to get a copy of Dungeons & Dragons Annual 2021, you could head to Amazon.co.uk and you could order it for like seven pounds. It, it's ridiculous. And you can see Asians represent immortalized in an officially licensed D&D product. Um, if you also want to tell Asian stories and you're looking for a tool, because I know that there are a lot of people who are now, there are a lot of eyes on us now after D&D celebration. Uh, if you want to tell Asian stories, you could head to unbreakablerpg.com. You can buy yourself a copy of Unbreakable Volume 1. It's uh, Steve and I are both contributing authors, authors and editors of that volume. And, uh, you know, we, we worked really hard to try to make sure that uh, there was a resource for people trying to use Asian adventures. If you're interested in more world building stuff and you thought the sword stuff was really cool, I'm currently working on a project called Blades of the Lunar Kingdom. Uh, I am writing a, and this is the first time I've actually told any of you this, I am writing a separate campaign setting about the state of Yue. Um, it's a fictionalized version of the spring and autumn period. And ultimately, it's going to be a zine that I'm going to kickstart next year called Chronicles of Spring and Autumn. And right now, I've published two monster manuals that are actually going to be a part of that when I refine them. Uh, I'm currently working on, again, like I said, Blades of the Lunar Kingdom, which is a very short zine about magical weapons from Chinese folklore. And Chun Jun appears in that zine. Um, it's also a resource on like just like using swords um, and different Chinese swords like the Dao and the Jian, the Da Dao, and different things like that. Uh, so you can learn more about that project at patreon.com slash Daniel H. Kwan. Um, that being said, Amar, Agatha, Steve, we're going to do the Asians represent thing again. It's, it's going to fail, but we're going to try it. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to go. My name is Daniel, and then we're going to do Amar, Agatha, Steve, and then we're going to sign yeah. off. But thank you, folks, on stream for joining us for this Dungeons into Asians live stream. I'm just so happy that we were able to do this. And thank you, people who are watching it on YouTube or listening on the podcast feed. Your support means the world mm -hmm. to us. Um, so that being said, my name is Daniel. I'm Amar. I'm Agatha. I'm Steve. And you've just listened to Asians, Asians represent. 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 <laughs> Oh, God, we're still so bad at that. <laughs> I, think, I think that was better. That was better than last time. Bye, everyone. Bye.